shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention back to some tips for a good marriage. We all want a better marriage, but how do you get there? Well, there's an organization in the United States called the Gottman Institute. They've been researching for 35 years. It's couples research. And they've found that we can have a positive or a negative attribution towards our spouse, either our wife or our husband. And the fact is, we all have a choice how that positive or negative attribution happens. Let's come back today to talk some more about some marriage tips with Peter Sorkier, who's a former pastor, now a Christian therapeutic life coach who leads Peter Empowering You. Peter, welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me again. Peter, 35 years of research and organisations like that often have real gems to be able to share into marriage. Somehow or other, you've just got to be able to open yourself to some of these gems and it can make a huge difference. What are your thoughts here around this idea of positive or negative attribution? What do you think all that means? Mm. Yes, the Gottman Institute have done some amazing studies. They've actually had couples go and stay overnight and they've videoed them and they've set them up with arguments the night before they've slept and measured hormone levels in men and women. So they've done lots and lots of research. But just one thing that, um, yes, as you mentioned, the attribution it's about what we attribute to another person. We attribute that they are a problem or they're a blessing to us. So if we attribute to our husband that they are always wrong, that they're always on their own, they're always in their cave, in their shed, in their garage, and they're never with me and they never help me. Can you see how that's a negative um, catastrophizing? We call it an attribution. So they've that wife has put a negative attribution on their husband, towards their husband. Now, positive attribution is, as you say, a decision, and we can decide to look at the positives in our spouse and consider those rather than consider all the negatives. So we can say, oh, you know, he's in the shed. Yes, he's been in there a lot today in the garage but hey he's really cleaning up my car and the shed and I'm so happy because it's been a mess for a long time and so now I'm going to cook him a special meal Uh, so we are now saying okay he's in there but we are seeing the benefits the positives and this as you mentioned and as I've alluded agreed with it's a choice We can look at our spouse and we can say, well, they're this or they're that, and it's all negative. But we can also look at our spouse and say, okay, there's some positives. The negatives might be true. They might be the reality of a marriage. But if one person changes, Neil, and begins to look at their spouse in a positive light, it can change the marriage. You don't need the second person. You don't need two people to change at the same time. You need one person to make a difference, and it will make a difference. So we all have negative attributes, Mm. and we all have 
at least some positive attributes uh, is sometimes hard to see past the negatives to be able to identify the positives. What are your suggestions here, Peter, for someone who's finding it hard to think of a positive attribute for their spouse right now? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I've worked with many women over the years that have come with their stories and it is hard to get through the negatives in someone's head because it's almost like a woman or a man, but, you know, I've worked largely with women um, in this area. It's almost like they've put blinkers on, you know, the horse that's riding to win the race. They've got blinkers on, but they're negative blinkers. So they can't see any of the positive. And it's almost like you have to give them a physical shake to say, no, no, no. No, they're not all that. They're made up of other things. So what I would say to someone or even couples that are listening, go back to when you fell in love. Have a think about what you fell in love with about that person. So that's what I'll often do with couples when they first present. I'll take them back to their wedding day. Why did you marry him? Why did you marry her? What was it about them that you loved then? And you'll see a couple as they start to talk about these things lighten up a bit because they remember that hey those things were there and they'll often say that's the same person you're married to they still have those attributes okay maybe they're clouded by the things that you're seeing but largely those attributes are still there so what i'd say to someone that's listening and all you can see is the negative have a jot jot down those things reasons that you married your spouse and then tick them or highlight them if they are still there And then begin to tell yourself, that's the man I married. He's still there. That's the woman I married. She's still there. Uh, We often, no doubt, have an oversized uh, appreciation of our own good attributes, and we hope that our spouse is looking at those. Uh, There's a challenge here, too, because oftentimes when things are not working out so well, we'll assume that if there was change in the other, then maybe I would change what you're confronting us with today, Peter. And this is the difficult and uh, uncomfortable thing is that you're saying that change starts with me, uh, not necessarily my spouse. Oh, can we broadcast that far and wide? (laughs) (laughs) Can we get a banner? (laughs) Why don't we call it that? Yes. It's it's like the Bible when it talks about um, the speck in your brother's eye and the log in your own. So we can very easily see what's in the other person, but we can't see what we're tripping ourselves up over. Uh, So we want to change that other person, but we look at the log first and get the Lord's help and start to pray about what is it you want to change in me, Lord? What is it about me that I'm contributing to this marriage that is negative? What can I do to improve things in the marriage? What do I need to do to change just for the sake of the good of my family, the good of my workplace? When you look at yourself, God can do amazing things in you as we are repentant before him. But if we're pointing our fingers at at the other time, what does it say? We were actually pointing a whole lot more back at ourselves. So stop looking at the specs, start looking at the logs, get some help. God, Holy Spirit, church, counsellor, coach, whatever, get some help to look at yourself if you are having problems in your marriage because it takes two to tango. It's not just one. 
Uh, come back to your little illustration earlier. Uh, he's out working in the garage. Um, yeah. Maybe he's doing something on his own. Uh, maybe it's a selfish pursuit. Uh, maybe he is cleaning the car and doing some good things. And you're thinking, oh, he's out there doing something that's going to benefit us as a couple, as a family. He comes inside and because you've decided to do something nice and you, you've cooked something really delightful, his favourite, all of a sudden he's feeling suspicious. What's going on here? Uh, any thoughts here about the humility that you have to have to actually make that step forward to be able to say it starts with me, I'm going to turn things around from now? Yeah. Look, it, it might look manipulative. You're saying suspicious if, if he comes in and she's done this meal and she hasn't done a nice meal that I've enjoyed, that I like, for some time. So what's going on here? Um, it, it might take a conversation. It might mean a conversation. I, I recognise, my love, yes, there is a nice meal for you, but I recognise that perhaps I haven't been as good a husband, wife, whoever's having the conversation, and I want to improve things, and so I'm going to do some things from my end. And I'm just going to lay it out there and see if that helps things a little bit. And if it is done with humility, in humility, with a pure heart, and with God's help, it can change things. And as you say, when you're talking about those positive or negative attributes that we all think about our spouse uh, there's a choice to be made, and I guess you could say the simplest thing is to actually make a choice and then try and get an action in place that's going to reinforce that choice that you're going to see some good things in your spouse. It's a choice, you're right, to consider what you're thinking about. So I use the phrase, think about what you're thinking about. What are you thinking about? What's the negative stuff going round and round in your head about your spouse? Have a think about that. How is that contributing to the problems in your marriage? So if you make a choice, have a think about how you can change that around to the positive. Is it easy? No. Science actually says it's quite difficult to move from a negative to a positive in our brain. And here's another interesting point, Neil, that as humans, we tend to go first to the negative. That's how our brain goes it slips into the negative about situations about people about ourselves so that's how we made what is this called in in the good book it's called sin <laughs> so we tend to be sinners first and we need a savior to get us out of this and start to love our neighbor as ourselves not love ourselves first um, not even love them first but love each other love our love our neighbor as ourselves so god first our neighbour, our spouse, our family, as ourselves, and the whole world's going to be a better place, Neil. Peter, you always come up with great practical insights into how things work in relationships. Uh, let me point to your website where listeners can connect with you directly. It's the website peterempoweringyou.com. peterempoweringyou.com. Uh, keep an eye out too. Peter's got an unstuck and empowered video course uh, the first unit of that course is free. You can also check out her books, Unfrazzle and Redazzle, Finding Real Peace, God's Peace, Freedom and Beauty, and Inquisitive, a reflective journal, Finding Meaning in the Middle of Your Mess. That website is peterempoweringyou.com. Peter, thanks so much for more great insights today on 2020. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure, Neil. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.